from VentureX Studios, it's JP, Kathy, and the crew. And the crew, yes. We have made it through another week. And we are very, very, very excited to have you with us today for a very special Friday show. Um, we have got um, Brandy Braley. Faye Curtis couldn't we- be with us this morning, but her and Brandy will be back on again during the month of October. Because, of course, as you know, um, it, did I say welcome to the crew? Did I say hello and welcome to the crew? Hello, welcome to the crew. Um, but uh, uh, we are talking about breast cancer awareness this month. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. There's so much to be done, and um, the fight against breast cancer is not over. Uh, We need good warriors like our friend Faye Curtis, who will be on it another day, and Brandi Braley, who is on today, um, out there to kind of help lead lead us through the fight. We've got um, so many different ways to make money, um, raise funds for breast cancer awareness, also to... um, bring that awareness to folks. Um, This is a fight that impacts so many of our moms, daughters, wives, cousins, sisters. Um, You know, it it hits home with a lot of people. Men also can get breast cancer, and I know those numbers have risen somewhat over the years. So um, this is a very, very important topic. And as myself personally, my mom is a breast cancer survivor, Gosh, 30 years now, I think it is. Um, my stepmom is a breast cancer survivor. So, you know, it hit it hit our family. So I really appreciate people like Brandy and what she does. And then a little bit later in the show, we're going to have um, the current Miss Texas, who will be competing in the Miss America competition in December. And she's going to be talking about another oh-so-important topic, and that is suicide prevention. Um, y'all, with the pandemic, suicide numbers are higher than ever. And this is something that you've got to be aware of, um, especially with those those younger kids and those teens. And so she's going to be talking about that. So we've got two beautiful ladies on the show, both talking about important causes. Good morning to you. And hello, Brandy Braley. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? Awesome. And I, I know Brandy. Now, if you've seen, if you're like, I think I've seen Brandy before. She is a member of the crew. She is an, just an awesome all-around human being. Um, two-time, two years in a row, winner of Teacher of the Year at Legacy Preparatory. So um, just an incredible human being who is so talented, does so much. And then she and I are chit-chatting, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this breast cancer walk in California. I'm like, where do you have time for all of this stuff that you do, Brandy? So welcome, Brandy, to the show. Um, where do you find the time? Because you've got a crazy busy job. Um, and then you still find time to volunteer and help out with an important cause like that. So so let's talk about, let's talk a little bit about time management. How do you do that? And then also um, let's talk about what it is that you're going to be doing this month and how can people help how can people support you? And what are some of the, you know, I know there's always new statistics and new information out there about breast cancer. What are what are some of the things that are going to be talked about when it comes to breast cancer during a pandemic, breast cancer awareness in 2021? Uh, so uh, time management is, that's a fun one. Um, <laughs> I think just just setting time aside, like I, I try to, at work long enough to where I could finish everything that I'm doing for the day so I don't have to bring it home and then 
when I go home, I make a point to like walk the dogs when I'm prepping for my walk or, you know, spending a few minutes here and there posting about the fundraiser or getting people involved on campus. So on campus this October, every Wednesday we're doing a fundraiser that students can wear a shirt, a pink shirt for a dollar. And all of those proceeds are going to the Homeland Foundation. I love it. So you're for change. Okay, so what you're involving students at a very young age and creating awareness. Okay, now see that's fantastic because um, you know you're you're obviously much younger than me, young enough to be my daughter. And by the way, hi hi to Brandy's mom. (laughs) Love her mom. you know, you, you're younger. And so I love it when somebody who's, you know, I, when I hear about people in their twenties and thirties who are already involved in this oh so important cause, but you're taking it a step further and you're involving truly like kids, you know, kids, young adults, teens. How is that, how is that being received? Are are they excited about this? Do they know about it? The kids are excited. Uh, There's some incentive in it, right. For, you know, getting kids involved with this, important for little ones so in our second fundraiser we're doing change for a change the week in the week of october 15th and the class that raises the most amount of uh money through change will get an ice cream party because we're trying to install them that even if it's something little like a monetary donation they're still making a change helping toward funds towards research or uh you know specifically helping a family that's going through this right now so we're kind of making them more aware of philanthropy and making like personal connections to their community. And, and, and again, I just, I applaud you for that. You know, <clears throat> here at JP, Kathy and the crew, we're real big on that next generation and reaching out. Um, breast cancer awareness is one thing, you know, like I said, we've got Miss Texas coming on or coming in studio a little bit later to talk about um, suicide prevention. I, I think, I think back in the day, especially like when I was young, way back in the day, um, I think, Parents were still trying to protect their kids from the real world. You, you know, I mean, Brandy, think about it. With with mm-hmm. social media and with everything out there, if you if you haven't already talked to your kid about it, guess what? They've seen it online, you know. I mean, I, I know I experienced mm-hmm. it. My kids would be like, oh, yeah, we saw that online. And I'm like, how did you have access to that? Well, Mom, you don't need access to that link. And I'm like, you know, so I think it's smart yeah. that, that you're really pushing to make sure that younger generation is involved. Um Let me ask you personally, you know, do you know somebody, do you have a family member or a friend who has has had breast cancer or is a breast cancer survivor? How did you at a young age get involved in breast cancer awareness and fundraising? Uh, So um, when I was a kid, through our schools, we did fundraising every month, but it wasn't until some family friends were diagnosed as well as uh, once I met my wife, I found out her mother-in-law or my mother-in-law, her mother was a uh, breast cancer survivor as well as her wow. aunt. And so her, her uncle um, does these walks every year. He's like one of the top fundraisers in the Dallas area. He goes and speaks to kids and adults about the you know fundraising opportunities for it. And I'm actually doing the walk with him in November. Oh, now see, I love that. So, um, so like you said, your wife had um, breast has it runs in her family. Her her mom and her aunt. Okay, so Mm -hmm. so she's very very aware of it. Then obviously, so I love that. So you've teamed up with her uncle. And how does the walk work? Can because and and Faye when she comes on, we'll be talking about some local, you know, a local walk that she does. Mm -hmm. Is this is this in conjunction with Susan G. Komen? Is this and how did I mean? Because you're 
you're going to be in California for this walk. Is that right? That's awesome. We want pictures. Yeah. We want pictures. We want you to do a remote. Yeah. When We've talked about this. We want you to do a remote when you're out on the road walking. We're, we'll bring you in um, yeah. via one of our links, and, and we'll, we'll have you, hey, you know, from the trail and have everybody say hi. Yeah. But how did you get involved in an out-of-state walk, and, and how can somebody support your efforts if they can't go and if First of all, how do you how do you get involved in one of these walks? <laughs> and then second, if you can't do the walk, how can you help? Yeah, so um, her uncle, our Uncle Paul, does it every year, and he picks a different walk. So this year he picks San Diego. And in order to qualify to do the walk, you have to raise $2,300, and it goes directly oh, wow. to the Susan G. Coleman Foundation. Wow, okay. So um, I have a link, and on a direct link, it goes to – um, my specific account. So um, you join a team and on that team, each team member has to raise $2,300 in order to take part in the walk. And so when you do the walk though, it's really cool because it's 20 miles a day for three days, but at night you get to camp. Like they provide tents for everybody that wants to, or if you want to stay in a hotel, you can, but you can camp out with everybody that's doing the walk and just share stories. And it's, I think it's going to be a really great experience, especially San Diego in November. How awesome is that? I just, I just love that. Um, you know, it, it's, and I'm sitting here thinking, you don't, okay, when you, first you said tents, and I'm like, oh, okay, because I was like the one that, you know, my sons, um, and my sons and my daughters, you know, Boy Scout and Girl Scout stuff, I'd be like, okay, and I'm leaving at midnight, and I'll be back at 4 a.m., you know, <laughs> or go sleep in my car. So you can go, you know, while you're on the road, you can do a hotel, you can do the camp out thing. So I think it's really neat. What I love is um, all the camaraderie. Talk about the support that you get from the community and from those who are walking. Talk about how that works because it's really um it's such a tight-knit family yeah definitely so um the team that I've joined they do walks every Saturday together and so um unfortunately my schedule hasn't allowed what I was finishing up my master's so my weekends were booked but um next weekend I'll be have a free weekend and so we'll start doing those you know walks with them in the morning they walk as a team and get prepped um in the month of October, I'm starting to do, like, I'll walk to and from work. That way I'm getting some miles in every day. It's about five miles uh, when I'm at my Plano campus. So I'll walk to work and home from work uh, as long as the weather permits, just to make sure I'm ready and I'm able to do that. So I think it's great. And everybody provides support through text message, just checking on them, making sure they're, you know, getting their miles in, getting prepped for the, for the walk. Well, and and I like that pre- preparation because I was gonna. I was like twenty miles a day. That's that is something. I mean, you you've got to have. You can't go out and just be like, okay, I'm gonna walk twenty miles today in good times. That's one of those things you've got to prepare for and get ready for it. So, how do you physically get ready for that? And do you need like special shoes? Because I'm sitting here thinking, like my little leopard print, you know, Skecher shoes or whatever they are, or the ones like actually they're like a generic Skechers. <laughs> I don't think those would make it on a twenty mile walk. <laughs> no, I found shoes that were really comfortable for me, but uh, my uncle gave us advice. He said, like, make sure you buy a shoe that's like a size or a size and a half bigger because your feet will swell when you walk that much. Oh. And also, like, open, open toe Tevas are good because those you can adjust the straps, you know, wear socks, you won't get blisters. And so I've been doing that a lot. 
Oh, okay. I love it. So you're so you're already preparing ahead of time. Um, let's talk about yeah. if so if somebody's saying, "Wow, I can't participate in this," or, or you know, and, and a lot of folks with with the pandemic, you know, have been nervous about getting back out and about, even though you are outside for this walk. You could mm-hmm. social distance. I mean, truly, you could just kind of tell people, hey, I'm social distancing and have everybody keep at, you know, at a distance, so to mm-hmm. speak. But if, if they don't feel comfortable doing that or they don't have the time or the physical capability, um, you know, how, how can if somebody can only make a five dollar donation, would you accept that? Mm-hmm. Does it need to be some big ginormous donation? Can they no, push the link out from, from you as well? Yeah. Yes, definitely. I would encourage everyone to share. I mean, the money goes straight to the Susan G. Komen Foundation and supports all their research and everything they do. And anything helps, a dollar, 50 cents, whatever anybody has that they can spare. Okay. Well, and again, I, I think it's really important. And then what, what is that link? I know we've got it on the screen and then we'll drop it into some of our social media feeds. What is the link? If somebody just says, Hey, Brandy's cool. I want to help support her cause. All this money's going to a good, <laughs> and you're like, yes, please have them think Brandy's cool and support my cause. But if, if they want to just, yeah. you know, hop on your link, share it out on their social media, what is that link? Yeah. So that link, it's going to be uh, one second. It's, it's a very long link, uh, but if they wanted to do that, um, they could always send me a text and I can send them the link. Okay. Um, so I know I've shared my number out with you before on your show, but my number is 214-264-4432, and I can forward them the link that directly goes to um, my team's page with my uh, donation link. Fantastic. As a matter of fact, I think this is actually, we have got your link up on the screen right now. So um, can you kind of, can you talk us through this? um, Like which the different (laughs) buttons are, like what's to volunteer, what's to go and raise money? How do you do that? Because it looks like you've already raised, how much have you already raised? Um, Oh, 40% Um, of your goal. Good for you. Yeah. So um, on the website, you can look at research the different events. It will tell you about the ones this year and next year, so you can start preparing. Uh, it tells you all about Susan G. Komen three-day walk, why, who nationally sponsors it, and any questions you may have. There's also a Get Involved button where it tells you that where you can register um, a calendar to um, help you see different events, but also what's going on in different states. And it kind of gives you fundraising tips and goals to where you should be at for that day. And then you're able to uh, donate on the Donate Now. Or if you want to join the walk, you can always register for the team. And I joined Allie's Uncle Paul's team. And so this is their 14th race that they've done together. Wow. Oh, my gosh. How amazing is that? Yeah, I, I, I'm always just blown away. Mm-hmm. One of the things I've noticed over the years um, in, you know, talking with you and, and talking with Faye and just different mm-hmm. friends of mine who do this you really have those same teams that come out year after year after year and and people are just you know do or die they are they are going to help this cause every year and i think that's so great i think it speaks to the camaraderie and just the importance of how much breast cancer hits home with our family and friends you know brandy yeah yeah well um they've had a lot of students yeah that their parents have been affected by it so i think bringing yeah. this to the school i kind of give them a different level of support than they've had in the past. 
Well, and I think, and I, and I love that, that you're doing this, that you're pushing this at the school. I know my, um, the high school that my daughter went to and my son now attends, they do like a pink out day at the school and, you know, kids come with their <laughs> hair dyed pink and, you know, pink tutus and pink socks and pink fairy wings and all kinds of fun stuff like that and pink t-shirts and I think it's again I just think it's so important to reach out to that next generation because kids aren't clueless nowadays kids are in the know so um again again how do folks get in touch with you and how can they support your effort yeah um if they need the link to directly donate they can text me my number is 214-264-4432 or on the link that you guys have up there and I also have the Facebook fundraiser going I can uh when you upload this, I can attach that. Please do. Story. Please do. And we will share that out on the JPMK broadcasting pages um, and get that out there for you. So, yes, send that on over. And we're, we're just glad to help you. And thank you so much for the work you do in the community yeah. with our youth, um, in the classroom, on the campuses. And then and, and then especially as we, we start um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, God bless you. And just thank you so much, Brandy, for, for the work you're doing to help fight breast cancer. We appreciate you. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll see you soon. Have a great weekend. You too. All right. That was Brandy Braley, and she was talking about how can we fight the good fight against breast cancer. You know, for one thing, it's awareness, getting yourself tested, um, self-checking, all of these kinds of things. But then also money is what we need. First of all, for the women who can't afford, um, you know, they don't have insurance maybe or they can't afford the breast cancer treatment that they need. We need money for that. But then also for, for looking for a cure. We At some point, I would love for this to be in my lifetime. And I'm getting on up there, so hurry. <laughs> um, I would love to see a cure. I just, I think at some point, I think that's just so important. And something else that we would like to see um, happen we would like to see our Miss Texas become Miss America. There you go. Well, we are very, very excited. We've got Mallory Fuller. I'm putting in my personal plug. I know we'll be cheering her on. Uh, Mallory Fuller, who is the new Miss Texas. You're 2021 Miss Texas, yes, right? Yes, 2021. Because we had, um, we went from, you know, Chandler was mm-hmm. Miss Texas for 20, for two years, for yes. 19 and 20. Is that right? Yes. And then um, with the pandemic and then, you know, just, and I, gosh, I was just so thrilled when they called your name. <laughs> um, I think you are such a fantastic representative oh, of the Miss you. Texas organization. Obviously, those of you who are watching are like, yes, she is gorgeous. But, but you have got such a heart of gold. Um, and first of all, her talent is so cool. Next time you come in, we're having you bring your fiddle. Awesome. Okay. We're having you bring the fiddle because that, <laughs> I, I just, I love, love, love you when you're, you're playing the fiddle. And you have got such a heart of gold and such, um, such a desire to serve. You really do have a servant's heart, Mallory. And um, your platform, you know, and it's, and Susan Schuler's in studio. Hello, Susan. <laughs> we'll get a picture of Susan, uh, Susan, Miss Texas and myself, and we'll post that on social media. Um, of course, Susan Schuler, who we just love dearly, she is with the Miss Texas organization. Um, how many years were you the business director, business manager? Gosh, eight years. And so she has, um, ever since Caroline Carruthers has brought JP and I, the new Miss Texas, and we've gotten to have a relationship with each Miss Texas, and we just love them dearly, and um, talk about these important platforms. And Susan and I had talked about this when you won. Um, I think this is such an important time for your platform um, during this pandemic, mm-hmm. and I know I'm preaching to the choir, um, 
suicide is up. Mm -hmm. Suicide, especially among younger kids. And what is so heartbreaking, Mallory, has been how many, not just teens, mm -hmm. not six, 15, 16, 17-year-olds, mm -hmm. we're talking kids who are going into the hospital who are seven, eight, nine years right. old who have attempted yeah. suicide. And that's heartbreaking. So first of all, welcome to the show. We're so Thank happy you. to I'm have so you. Happy to be here. Yeah. And um, so we've got lots to talk about yes. with you. Being Miss Texas, how is that? Because, you know, you've, you've had a couple of months to adjust mm -hmm. to that. Um, when is the Miss America competition? Yes. Um, but I think let's start off and let's talk about your platform. Okay. Because yeah. this is another way, like the breast cancer awareness, this is another way to mm -hmm. save lives. Right. So let's talk about your platform. How did you come mm -hmm. up with this? And, and tell us about that. Absolutely. So my social impact initiative is Mallory's Mission Suicide Prevention. And I lost one of my good friends to suicide when yeah. I was in high school. I was only 15. Mm. And it was devastating because it was so shocking. None of us could have ever imagined that we would have lost someone. Was, was your someone. friend 15 as well? Yes. Johnny was 15. Um, <sighs> So, so it was 15 or 16. Okay, um, yeah. But it was it was devastating because yeah. it was so shocking because we never in a million years thought that it would happen to somebody like him right. because we didn't know the warning signs of suicide. We didn't know right. what to look for. Um, so it was something that just rocked our world. Yeah. Um, but it's really amazing to see how a tragedy was turned into something that can save lives. Right. Um, Johnny's family partnered with an organization called the Jason Foundation okay. to get the Jason Flat Act passed in Texas. And I've been able to continue that partnership with the Jason oh, Foundation. Oh, I love that. Um, I, I love actually that. went to Nashville, Tennessee on Wednesday. I saw yes, that. Yeah. And I got to meet with the team at the Jason oh, Foundation. Awesome. And we talked about how much they have grown since 2015 right. and just the work that they are doing um, and the work that I'm able to take into schools here in Texas because of the Jason Foundation. So it's an incredible yeah. organization and I truly believe that talking about suicide, talking about the warning signs, talking about what we can do when we see those warning right. signs in our friends can save lives. Well, and, and so let's, first of all, I, I, something you mentioned and, uh, you know, we have a lot of um, educators and, you know, people who are in, in education and admins and things of that nature who do follow our show mm -hmm. so if you're so if you're available to go out and talk to schools how does that happen yes. I think it's a very small donation as well I mean yes. this is something you can have Miss Texas come out and talk to yes. your entire campus how does that work so for a donation to the Texas Cares for Children Foundation yep. I am able to go into schools and talk about suicide um, for my junior high and high school aged populations I talk a lot about the warning signs what we can do and then we also have a conversation about mental health and how it's okay yes. to not be okay it's okay yes. if you're struggling with depression anxiety suicidal thoughts whatever it is that you might be struggling that's okay because right. there is help that's available right. and, and, I, and I think that's I love that portion of what you do as well because mm -hmm. Mental health, well, just like breast cancer touches so many families, mm -hmm. mental health touches every single family. I mean, there's, you know, if you think you're like, oh, yeah, I've got a cousin who has, and more and more people, mm -hmm. because I, and I think this is good, and especially if you've got Miss Texas out there talking mm -hmm. about it, it's okay to not be okay. It's like you said, it's okay yes, to yeah. talk about, hey, I suffer from depression or I suffer from bipolar mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. You know, I know years and years ago, just like, well, it used to be, gosh, way back in the day, you couldn't even say, you know, if somebody had cancer in your family, they're like, so-and-so has cancer. You know, they mm -hmm. whispered because you just right. didn't want to say that word. Well, mental health has been like that mm -hmm. for so long, up until really recently. Mm -hmm. And now you see people on social media posting about it. 
you're out there talking about it, what are some of the warning signs? Mm -hmm. Right. And mental health is a really interesting conversation mm -hmm. because everybody has mental health. We all need to work on our mental yes. health. Um, and I like to say that counseling is for everybody. We all need to go see a counselor Absolutely. every once in a while. Well, you go to a doctor for a checkup to make sure your right. you know, <laughs> cholesterol's okay and your heart's beating all right and all this kind of good stuff. But why, why mm -hmm. is mental health separate from that? Mm -hmm, right. You know, I yeah. think that's interesting. Now, I, I did realize just very recently um, in the last few years that taking my kids to the pediatrician's office, and this just, I want to say maybe the last six or seven years, the pediatrician started having them with like kind of an iPad device mm -hmm. fill out, and it was all questions about mental health. Mm -hmm. And I was filling it out as the mom, and the kids were filling it out as the kids themselves, separate from me. Um, and I was, at first I was like, well, this is odd, but then I thought, no, this is really good because again, mental health is, it's just as important. You know, your kids can be healthy as a horse. Right. Uh, you know, you can have a 15 year old who everything's working fine, you know, no juvenile diabetes. They're not overweight. They're mm -hmm. everything. Everything's running well, but they may be really in jeopardy mm -hmm. of losing their life because of mm -hmm. their mental health. Right. So, so how, how do kids, you know, if, if you're a teacher, if you're a parent, if you're a friend and you know you have somebody who maybe struggles with mm -hmm. depression, what do you tell, like when you go do your speeches, mm -hmm. what do you tell people to look for? So the warning signs of suicide, the very first one is depression. If you okay. notice that somebody can't turn around their mood or they maybe their hygiene has changed or they're sleeping more than they used to or they're oh, okay. um, not sleeping as much as they used to, all of those can be signs of depression. So hygiene? I mean, hygiene, just, yes. So like they're not showering, not shampooing mm -hmm. or, you know, their hair or right. just That's, look different? Yes, neglected hygiene is a sign of depression okay, okay. Um, but then we also have warning signs of suicide that aren't as well known so one of the ones that I really like to talk about is a lack of interest in something that they once enjoyed so I actually learned from the Jason Foundation when I went on Wednesday that right. Jason um, his father's the one that created the foundation Jason um, came to him one day and said I don't want to play football anymore and he used to love football and to him that was like okay well you've you've had a rough couple of games you know we're just gonna we'll talk about it later but looking back that was a warning sign of suicide because he wow. was struggling and he didn't want to do something that he loved anymore so anytime that somebody if they're a dancer or a singer or they're involved with the arts and right. one day they come to school and they don't want to do that anymore that can be a that very be a clear sign. warning sign of suicide and, okay so let's let's say you're you're with your friend and you've got a friend who says all of a sudden you know you know I, yeah i've been doing student council forever mm -hmm. today or i've been doing band forever mm -hmm. and day and they're like you know i just i'm not going to do it anymore mm -hmm. Okay, if you're that student, because it's one thing if you're the parent, it's yes, you've, you've got the opportunity because that's your child. Mm -hmm. You can take, you can say, hey, let's take this conversation to the next level and maybe let's go talk to somebody. Is it okay as a parent to ask your child, are you, are you thinking about suicide? I mean, I know we're, again, as parents and especially my generation, we're kind of confused on this because we were brought up, mm -hmm. oh, well, don't talk about it because right. then you're going to put that idea in that kid's mm -hmm. head. If that idea is already there, so talking about it, is is it okay? It's absolutely okay. That is okay. the best thing you can do if you recognize warning signs in someone. That's actually part of my school program is we bust oh. myths about suicide. And that is one of the myths is that if Good I ask somebody, it's going to give them an idea. And that is 
not the case. Um, okay. If you recognize any kind of behavior in somebody that is concerning and you think right. that it might be a warning sign of suicide, yeah. asking them is the best thing that you can do. So even a peer. So you're saying right. even, yes. you know, I'm a 16-year-old, my mm -hmm. friend's a 16-year-old, and all of a sudden they say I'm quitting right. band. It's ding, actually, ding, ding, yes. let me say something to them. It's interesting. I did a program at Sam Houston, and I got to collaborate with the counseling department at Sam right. Houston. And something that I learned is that I think it's 80% or 60% of teens and young adults tell a friend before they tell an adult. Um, wow. So that's why it's important that oh my gosh, the teens huge. are learning the warning signs as well and learning what they can do so that they can help people because you well, are more likely to reach out to a friend before you reach you out reach to out an adult. To a parent. And, and that does, ma that does mm -hmm. make sense um, because you do, you tell, I mean, you know, and those of us who've, who've raised teens, you, you know your kids, you're like, oh, okay, we've well, already told 10 of your friends and thank you for not telling me that you're yeah. not going to pass that <laughs> class, you know, kind of a thing. Right. But it's one of those things that, if I'm a peer, if, if my friend is saying that, you know, I really, yes, I am very depressed, and you're worried about your friend, is it okay for that 16, 17, 10, 9, 13-year-old, whatever the case may be, should they go to a teacher? Mm -hmm. Should yes. they go to a parent? Should they tell their parent? Mm -hmm. I mean, where where does where do you draw that line right. or should should you shout out to anybody you can right. get to yeah so that's another thing that i tell them is that you cannot promise confidentiality um even if somebody comes to you and says please don't, don't tell say. anyone you cannot yeah. promise that um because ultimately it is so much more important to save that person's life so than true. it is to lose that friendship so so true. And, and i know for that age group for junior that, high for high school that is so hard that's it tough so to hear hard. because you you really do at that at that age you're so trained and you're so in the mode of I'm going to protect my friend mm -hmm. no matter what but actually what you're what I hear you saying what you're teaching mm -hmm. these kids when you go out and speak is hey you're you're not protecting your friend you're actually possibly hurting them mm -hmm. by by keeping that from right. an adult yeah okay and so what what are the options out there mm -hmm. for for kids who are suicidal for people who are thinking hey i don't have any other options mm -hmm. other than suicide mm -hmm. what what are what are some options out there for them yeah it's really hard and it's really hard to really show somebody that they are loved and they are needed and they are important. Um, but one thing that I like to do when I go into the schools is talk about my friend Colby. Yeah. So when we were in high school, Colby was struggling really hard with suicidal thoughts. She wanted to end her own life. Mm. Um, but today she's still with us and she has the most joyful life. She's oh, engaged. She it. graduated from Texas A&M. She is probably the happiest person that I know. Oh, I and love so I that. like to share that story because it is a story of hope. It yeah. is a story of she was in this deep, dark place. And now today, look at what she's doing. That's so awesome. I love to share that story because it shows them there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Um, and then I ask them, no matter what it is that you're struggling with, whatever yeah. it may be, just try telling somebody. Um, my mom was an elementary school counselor, and she likes to tell me that there is no problem that is too big for right. somebody to help you work through. Um, so telling somebody it doesn't have to be the counselor it can be it can be a friend who can right. help you it can be a adult any adult any teacher at your school right. that you trust just tell somebody because they can help you get through whatever it is that you're going through right yeah you know if, if you have a coach if you have somebody you know somebody at your church or even a neighbor or anything and then I think what's so important is whoever is told that information those parents have to know the mm -hmm. parents have to know um, and then um, and how do people get in touch with you and follow 
follow your platform mm-hmm. and support your platform. Mm-hmm. How, how can they get in touch with you? I'm very active on social media. Yes, so yes. you can follow <laughs> at Miss America TX. Um, and then I also have a blog. It's on MalloryBrookFuller.com, oh, okay. and um, where I talk about mental health. We have real talk, talk about body image. Um, I also oh, have wow. suicide prevention educational materials um, on the on that on, on the that blog. blog. Yes, oh, that's fantastic. Um, I love. So that. I, I take a that. lot of the information from the Jason Foundation um, and put it on the blog Excellent. so that more people are being aware of what the warning signs are, what you yeah. can do, and how you can get help. Oh, I, I, I just think that's wonderful. Well, God bless you for the work you're mm-hmm. doing um, in the area of suicide. You know, I think during the pandemic, and I've said this a bajillion times on the show, we have not yet seen the tip of mm-hmm. the mental health crisis mm-hmm. we are in for. You know, um, alcohol abuse is up, mm-hmm. drug abuse is up, spousal abuse is up, um, child abuse is up suicide is up and so I think if we don't recognize that us having been isolated and people kind of walking around halfway living in fear because you don't know you know if there's going to be another wave of COVID we're dealing with so many unknowns I think this this is really a time for this platform and we just really appreciate you doing this and anything we can push out on our social media send it our way Susan Susan has all of our contact information so yeah just just send it on our way um let's talk about Miss Texas when were you crowned and how has it been to be Miss Texas yes I was crowned at the end of June so it's been about three months and it has been a whirlwind um a dream come true I've been competing for quite some time now I've been involved with the organization since I was seven years old oh wow so literally living my childhood dream and it's such um a surreal feeling and it's so I'm just so honored to be Miss Texas and really the opportunity to get my message out there about suicide prevention um, and to go into these schools is just, it's unreal. And I'm so, so thankful. I love that. I just saw um, on, I think it was your Facebook page. um, I think maybe it was yesterday. um, You had a bunch of students behind (laughs) you. So so, um, as Miss Texas, you come out to these schools Mm -hmm. and you speak to the entire campus Mm -hmm. if it works out that way. So how, how can people book you for an appearance and is it does it cost very much is this something that's affordable to schools mm-hmm. it, it is affordable to schools and the way that they can book is through mistexas.org okay. um, I have a booking manager and she really tries to work with each individual school to make sure that we can get into those Perfect. schools and get my message out money, there. If you want Miss Texas to come and I'm looking in the camera if you want Miss <laughs> Texas to come out to your school it, they will work with you because mm-hmm. I know I know y'all have gone into Title IX and different schools mm-hmm. where there just wasn't the funding, but because that Miss Texas platform is such an important message that well, mm-hmm. where there's a will, there's a way. If you want Miss Texas to come out, yes, she can come there out. There is a way. Yeah. <laughs> so what all, what is a day in the life of Miss Texas like? That's a <laughs> loaded question. Up, up at 5 a.m. <laughs> to sleep at 1 a.m. Right, you know? yes. And there are days like that. There yeah. are days that you get up at 5 a.m. and you don't get back till midnight. Right, yeah. Um, but honestly, I would never trade it for anything. Um, and every day looks different. There was a day a couple of weeks ago that I went and I did seven school presentations to wow. an entire school district. Wow. Um, and then there are days that I get to come and do things like be on the radio show. Yay. I got to go to the state fair. Um, and we saw that. So okay. One of my favorite, first of all, you know, I love, I, and that's another thing about Mallory. She looks striking, stunning, beautiful in a gown. One of my favorite pictures I've seen of you, you're on a carousel. 
at the State Fair of Texas, and you've got this gorgeous gown on, and I'm like, oh, I just love that. <laughs> I think I hearted it and then put a comment, I'm sure. And then, and then like, you know, three hours later, she's back in jeans, and she's got a Fletcher's Corny dog. Right. So I am love it because you're so versatile, and you're oh. so down to earth, and, and I just think that speaks volumes to your character. Um, and the Miss Texas title and Miss Texas, that's in y'all's blood and your family. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Let's, let's, <laughs> talk, let's talk about it. This is really, this is a family affair for yes, your family. Ma'am. Yeah. Yes. So my mom competed yeah. when she was our age. Um, and then my older sister, Morgan, got us all started back in 2004, I believe. Wow. She started in the teen portion of the competition. Um, and then my sister, Madison, and I followed suit. Yeah. And Madison was Miss Texas in 2018. And now right. I am so blessed with the opportunity to serve as Miss Texas, too. So it is definitely a family affair. And it's been really cool to see the way that our family has gotten even closer through it. Um, I like to say that the year that Madison won Miss Texas, we actually got to be roommates at Miss Texas. And I think we got closer that week um, than we were before and being biological sisters. So it's really cool how the sisterhood of the Miss America organization, Miss Texas organization has even played a role in my biological sisters. In your relationships at home. (laughs) I think that's amazing. And I love, you know, you talk about a sisterhood and, and um, JP and I've been very blessed to, to now be part of the Miss Texas organization ourselves for, for, for years now. So, well, what year was Miss, um, was, uh, Caroline, um, 2016. 2016. Oh, there. Well, okay. <laughs> of course, I'm looking to Susan, but of course, Mallory has those statistics. And so, you know, we've been we've been following the pageant and following each Miss Texas, and then we were able to do a remote this week mm-hmm. and actually go to some of the competition. And there really is a sisterhood. I think um, that really speaks to me as a female. Something, you know, having been in mm-hmm. politics for the last 30 years, I've seen so many women, and you just unfortunately you see this a lot in life: women who are putting other women down because they view them as competition, mm-hmm. and here you have an organization where y'all are all lifting each other up and it's that it's that women's empowerment by way of supporting other women I think that's fantastic mm-hmm. so it's got to be great to be a part of that sisterhood absolutely and one of my favorite things is that I feel like when you surround yourself by women who are doing amazing things yeah every single girl that competed at Miss Texas was doing amazing things in her community for the people around her. And I think when you surround yourself with people like that, it pushes you to be a better version of yourself. And so I don't think I would be the person that I am today without this organization. It truly has shaped me into who I am. And I think that sisterhood definitely plays a role in that. Well, I think, you know, I see, I see y'all, first of all, I see y'all out at like fundraisers for each other's Mm -hmm. platforms. And, and these are all just some some incredible organizations and platforms that y'all are supporting and some very relevant real life, um, you know, and as, as younger people getting involved and making Mm -hmm. a difference in the community, I think that helps so much as far as setting an example, but y'all are out there supporting each other and lifting each other up. And even that continues on to the Miss America Mm -hmm. level and the Miss America Mm -hmm. stage. And I think, is Miss America like a milestone year this year? It is. It is the 100th year oh, of Miss awesome. America, which another thing that That's I'm gotta so be looking forward to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, if you would have told me when I was five years old watching Miss Texas and Miss America that I was going to go to the 100th anniversary year, I would have told you that you were crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just so thankful that I get to be a part of this historic yeah. year of Miss America. 
I think I think it's so amazing. And let's talk about um, you know those of us who are going to be cheering you on at Miss America. When when is that competition? Yes. Oh, and by the way, my mom loves you. She said <laughs> she's not on she's not on social media or anything. She's like, oh, please tell please Aww. tell Miss Texas we said hello. She she was thrilled when you were crowned. Um, we watched it on my iPad at home because I couldn't figure out how to get it on my big screen TV. So, anyways, but hey, when is the Miss America competition, yes. and um, how can people support you in that yes. effort? So, Miss America is on December sixteenth, right. um, and just by supporting, I'm currently I'm selling ad pages for the okay. Miss America okay. <laughs> Miss America competition magazine, so they can support in that way if they would like to. Um, if you own a business or you want to promote something, then you can support by Perfect. purchasing an ad page at Miss America, but also just watching and cheering yeah. me on and getting me ready to go to Miss America. Yeah. Well, and and um, let's talk about um, your talent. I think we've got, yes, we do have some time. I want to talk <laughs> about your talent because I, and you are phenomenal. So you play the fiddle. Yes, ma'am. So how did you get into that? And it's so striking because you've got this tall, statuesque, <laughs> gorgeous young lady. And then all of a sudden she busts out on the fiddle and you're like, she could have, she could have been part of the Charlie Daniels band, you know. I mean, it's I just love amazing. That you say that. <laughs> well, and uh, you've got to be a fan, you know. And we recently we recently lost yes, him, and did. what what an amazing mm-hmm. an amazing talent. How did you get into mm-hmm. playing the fiddle? Mm-hmm. I love that you mentioned that about Charlie Daniels. So yeah. he was a big partner with the Jason Foundation, and when I went on oh, Wednesday, oh wow. Um, they were talking about him and how devoted he was to that cause and suicide prevention, which was amazing. Um, But I learned that he actually could not read music, which I did not know that about him. Wow. Um, But I can't read music either. I play completely by ear. Um, And so to learn that that one of my idols as a fiddle player also cannot read music was was really cool. But I started playing when I was only six years old. Um, And I mentioned my older sister, Morgan, earlier in the show, but she was a fiddle player. And I remember when I was younger, when I would watch her, I would just get chills all over. Yeah. And, you know, as a six-year-old, you want to be just like your big sister. Oh, yeah, of course. So I started playing and it was really cool to have that mentorship through learning how to play the fiddle. And there are some really cute pictures of me when I was seven, eight years old. And Morgan is playing the fiddle and I'm standing there beside her, like looking (laughs) up at her. Um, But yes, so I started playing because I wanted to be like my sister Morgan. And then I just fell in love with it and continued it. So that's so awesome. Yeah. Um, So uh, do you already know what what song you'll be playing as Miss America? Is it is it a it is a fiddle song. song. Okay. Yes, it, it includes the Orange Blossom special, which oh, I'm really excited about. That is my cool favorite song to play. That? Okay, yeah, we definitely, <laughs> Susan, we definitely want to have her in here, and she can play that on our show because yes. I would love to a hear sneak that peek. sneak sneak preview, <laughs> if you will. Oh, that's awesome. Well, so what what are your goals this year mm-hmm. as Miss Texas? Um, when you look back over, you know, you know, nine months from now, you're looking back at your year. What what will tell the, you that you have been a success as Miss Texas? That I love that question, <laughs> um, and we talked about it a little bit yeah. earlier. But going into the schools, yeah. it has it definitely has my heart. So yeah. being able to do as many school appearances as possible, yeah. um, and just really get my message out there. Um, one of I want to be Miss America so that more people can learn about right. suicide prevention, and right. I can reach a wider audience because of that. Um, Suicide prevention is kind of one of those things that's hard to measure. It's hard to measure. It is, yeah. Um, if you can save a life, because you never know. I Every single school that I go into, I could be saving a life because you, of the programs that I'm delivering. You, there could be a, 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 you know, a, a child, a teen in that audience mm-hmm. that day that has that on their mind. And unfortunately, nowadays, with everything that kids deal with, 
unfortunately, we've got, that's mm-hmm. part of it. Or, again, this this could be a kid who's mm-hmm. got their best friend sitting next to him, and they're like, something's off with my best friend. I need to go talk to the teacher. You know, I mean, you're right. You Mm -hmm. don't know that you Mm -hmm. didn't save a life that day. And it's really interesting because I actually got feedback from the school appearance that I did yesterday. um, And she told me that there were teachers that had conversations with their students after I left because their students were like, wait. I think I might need to ask for help. And so even just planting that that seed and getting that conversation started, you know, I can't be the one to continue that conversation, but getting that conversation started, knowing that there are educators in that school that want to be there to help those kids um, is really, really rewarding. Um, And it really makes me, it makes me know that I I am making a difference. Absolutely. Um, And I'm I'm just really, really thankful. And that's what I love about your heart. Now, you've taken this to a whole new level. And just, if you didn't think Mallory (laughs) didn't have enough going on, you are an author of a children's book. And now some of you from the crew will will remember that Mallory's been on when when you were a Miss Texas ambassador. And you had written a book about this. You you were also, I believe, on the Ask Dr. Be Good show. I was, yes. Because this, this book... Mm-hmm. is near and dear to your heart mm-hmm. as well. So let's talk yes. about the book that you have authored. Yes. So Henry's Happy Heart is really about asking for help with your heart issues, just like you would yeah. if you had a headache or a question on your homework. Yeah. Um, so it teaches kids mental health foundations yes. in a kid-friendly way. Um, so it's going and seeing your counselor. And I've developed a whole elementary school program based off of the book. So it's really cute. We have a big four-foot Henry oh, I that I it. take into schools oh, and I some letters that spell out. Henry. Um, And it's really cool because when I get to the part where I'm talking about, if you were really sad, who would you go see? And sometimes they'll say the counselor, but other times they're like, I would, I would tell my best friend or I would tell this teacher. And so even at a young age like that. Yes. Okay. Yes. So to be able to, you know, tell them, look, your school counselor is here and she can help you through any problem yes. that you're working yes. working towards. Um, so that's really rewarding as well, being able to talk to the kids about mental health because I think we, we definitely have made strides and we are yes. talking about mental health more, but we have to start having those conversations with kids as well because like you said, the the age is getting younger and younger it, that it we're is. seeing yeah we, kids. we had, um, and and I I don't misquote me on this but I I want to say it was like Cook's Children Hospital in Fort Worth or something and they had done this was a while back mm-hmm. they talked about during the pandemic the kids who come in with attempted suicide mm-hmm. you know so thank goodness mm-hmm. hopefully right. you know they're able to save a lot of those kids but they said you know we've got kids seven eight mm-hmm. nine and mm-hmm. I'm just thinking how is that. And that's why I'm so glad you have this book. And you can also talk, you can go and do presentations. Mm-hmm. So not just middle school and junior high, you can do mm-hmm. presentations that are age appropriate mm-hmm. to the school kids with your book. You know, I just sit back and think, how, how does that even get in a kid's mind at such a young age? But again, that's the reality. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we're living mm-hmm. with today in society. So you've got this phenomenal way to introduce this mm-hmm. program to mm-hmm. these kids through your book. Mm-hmm. Yes, I ma'am. love that. Yes, oh, ma'am. I just love that. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think, what <laughs> what is your favorite part about being Miss Texas? What do you mm-hmm. love about um, having this platform? Mm-hmm. I know that's, oh, yeah, it's a, that's yes. a stumper question. <laughs> Can I be a judge, Miss Shuler? <laughs> yes. like, no, you, you like all the girls. Amazing judge. <laughs> no, um, 
And I know we've we've talked about yeah. it, and it really is that suicide prevention. But yeah. I think also getting to represent this organization yeah. is definitely my favorite part because, like I said, it's been my dream since I was a little girl. Yeah. And when I was a little girl, I was not the outgoing little girl that you would imagine a Miss really? Texas would be. I was yeah. very shy. I was painfully shy. Wow. Um, and I didn't know how to talk to strangers. When I first started competing as a teen contestant, I... It was bad. It was oh, rough. <laughs> I could not get a word out of my mouth wow. on stage. And so I really have grown so yeah. much through this organization, through the opportunities that it's given me yeah. um, and just really pushing myself outside of my comfort zone through Miss Texas. Um, so I, I'm not even the same person that I was three months ago because yeah. of all the opportunities that have been thrown my way as Miss Texas. Um, but really through this organization and getting to be um, the represent, representation of yeah. everything that has created who Mallory is. So being able to talk about Miss Texas, I do recruitment webinars to recruit new contestants because oh. I want more Very girls good. to I know I about the opportunity. On social yes, media. You know, we had a, you know, we've had a few folks who have, they've been regular guests on the show and they've got daughters and they're interested because of the scholarship opportunities. Exactly. Let's talk a little exactly. bit about that. That's amazing. Yes. You know, I, I think, you know, Chandler was, gave us like the number at mm -hmm. one point of, of how much, and she's like, I would never have been able to further my education right. the way I have right. if it weren't for Miss Texas. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I totaled it up and I've gotten over $32,000 in scholarships. And so I'm currently getting my master's degree from Baylor University yeah. to become a speech pathologist. And oh, the, the scholarships are life-changing. Even yeah. in this year of Miss Texas, I believe it was 23000 is what I gained in right. one year. And um, so it's just... The scholarship money is life-changing, and it Absolutely. is providing opportunities. Like Chandler said, she would have never yeah. been able to further her education yeah. um, without the Miss Texas organization. So it absolutely is changing people's lives and allowing people more opportunities. And, you know, I've seen, um, I've seen you know, the young ladies go through the pageants, especially once, you know, when we had that two-year and we had the Miss Texas Ambassador Program. And, um, you know, they didn't walk away with the title of Miss mm -hmm. Texas, but they walk away and they're like, oh, I have job opportunities out the wazoo right. now. And I've got this <laughs> and I've got that. And they just say how it literally has changed their mm -hmm. life for the better. And, and again, I think that goes back to and speaks volumes about the importance of the integrity mm -hmm. of the person, mm -hmm. um, you know, the character of the person, and and young women empowering other mm -hmm. young women and lifting them up. Mm -hmm. You know, you can really change the world when you start supporting other people, and mm -hmm. especially with a platform like suicide prevention. And we wish you, from here on JP, Kathy, and the crew, we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. We will absolutely be cheering you on. If we can get you in, I know you're crazy busy. <laughs> we would love to get you in one more time before Miss yes, America. let's do to it. To play that fiddle. <laughs> yes, so, let's do it. <laughs> yes, yes. So we'll, we'll make that happen. But thank you so much. Yes. And we will just be praying for you. Thank you Cheering so you on. And thank you so much for tackling such a... It's a tough, it's a mm -hmm. tough, it's very tough. tough. I know my, tough. my daughter, um, she, her, she, um, the school she had gone to her whole life when um, she was a freshman in high school, an eighth grade friend of hers who she had cheered with committed suicide. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, my daughter was, I, I'm trying to think she, she was even 15 years old yet um, when she went to the funeral of somebody. Mm -hmm. And I, as her mom, I was at mm -hmm. a loss. I didn't know what to say. I right. didn't know how, I, you know, I, I scrambled for how do I explain mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. to my very young mm -hmm. child 
whose friend who's even a year younger than her has committed suicide and you would have never in a million years you know smart kid beautiful kid talented Mm -hmm. kid and just like that Mm -hmm. that that was it and so I think you know there is a lot of responsibility like it or not on Mm -hmm. the peers of these students to recognize hey something doesn't seem right and sometimes you know people will even put it out on social media I'm Mm -hmm. really struggling Mm -hmm. somebody's struggling you're saying reach out reach out reach out ask them what's going on in their life it may not be suicidal thoughts um, and that's an amazing amazing thing that's good if that's Um, right but it might be and in that instance you can help them find help and potentially save their life yeah absolutely well thank you again how do people follow you how can they the adventures of miss texas how how do they follow you on instagram at miss america tx okay um on facebook as miss texas 2021 and then as well as mallory brook fuller.com excellent well mallory we think the world of you miss texas 2021 mallory fuller god bless you we wish you nothing but the best and we look forward to you being back in studio with your fiddle yes (laughs) ma'am thanks so much thank you all right everybody have a blessed weekend and we've got this pink cloud coming on next and actually the guest that's on miss pink cloud today this pink cloud today is also going to be on the kelly clarkson show today and it's an organization that helps If you're in recovery for alcohol or for drugs and you have to go off to rehab, who takes care of your pets? Well, this organization will foster your dog. So we're really glad to hear that because, you know, addiction um, Mm -hmm. to alcohol and drug abuse a lot of time Mm -hmm. leads into Mm -hmm. the the talk about mental health and suicide. A lot of times that's an unaddressed issue Mm -hmm. with folks who have that um so that's that's today um from is it 10 30 to 11 30 my my brother who's the host is going to be like oh my gosh kathy you can't even remember what time brett is that 10 30 to 11 30 today okay so you can catch that um uh, this pink cloud and then we've got tomorrow morning talking all about come and take it um and that is uh, the veteran show kilroy's conversation um oh and then later on today we've got the snarky parenthetical with lathan watts and that show is just a hoot and then sunday morning We've got the Ask Dr. B Good Show, and then we started all over on Monday with JP, Kathy, and the crew. So, again, thank you, Mallory, for coming thank in. Thank you so much. Thank you, Susan Schuler. We love you. Thank JP you. and I love you. You know that. Um, and, and I do want to say, speaking of JP, his father, who suffers from congestive heart failure, um, really struggling in the last 24 hours so we want prayers for Stan the man who we just love dearly and um, we uh, want you to pray for JP's dad because he's really struggling with congestive heart failure um, in this 24 hour period so prayers that prayers that you get to feel and better Stan all right love y'all have a great weekend Mwah.